Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges for creating a website. Please help free this peaceful man. Go to freeross.org and sign and share the petition. So it's little wonder that smart shoppers everywhere take time out to pause and refresh. And where else but in the fountain where they serve ice-cold Coca-Cola? Militia Podcast, Episode 36, CBRN Boog Boy. Active Duty Anarchy, Peace and the Plague. Enjoy, fuckers. Okie dokie. Here we are, the E-Militia, with a wonderful guest episode podcast with CBRN Boog Boy. Uh, give him a follow under that handle on Instagram. Are you on Twitter? Uh, no, Twitter's too complicated for <laughs> Yeah, me. Twitter sucks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna be we're gonna be learning about him and what he's about and his forte and his niche in the liberty community. But also, just because y'all are idiots and y'all don't know who's talking by now, we're gonna go down the list and introduce ourselves again, like we used to. Uh, so start at the top. What's up, guys? I am founding fathers. You can call me dads, and this is what I sound like. I'm Blue Revolutions, aka BR, and I'm the better British host on this podcast. But you don't sound better. I that that hurts guns. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm Boo Sweet. That was good. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's bootlickers dude. <laughs> we call him Gramps. <laughs> I'm Seaburn Boog Boy. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be doing this because my voice is only gonna be on here like once, so anyway. <laughs> Oh, you're invited. You get to partake. They still need to know. All right, we're going to skip over the woman because that doesn't matter. This is guns and geese. And... Oh, <laughs> also, refs, we got a full house. Awesome. Hey. So I'm guns and guillotines. Oh. Uh, this is my voice. I mean, yep. Rebs, we're doing intros. It's your turn. My name is Rebs. Go. Uh, and I'd like to welcome you all to the podcast. Uh, today we have CBRN. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and... All right, good job. Uh, yeah. Good job. Okay, so, uh, good effort, though. I'm rebellious liberty. I'm on Instagram and stuff. Uh, I'm resurrecting freedom, aka Resi, formerly Hangem for Freedom, and this is my voice. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Hangem. Hangem. <laughs> Love you on the Princess Bride. Um, <laughs> really good stuff. Um, so, so, uh, oh. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, this is this is CBRN Book Boys. Uh, this is we're gonna focus on him because he has a lot of really good information, uh, yeah. especially now because of this coronal virus. Uh, so, anyway, buddy. Seaburn guest, why don't you just why don't you give us your uh why don't you give us your background, man? Talk about yourself for a little bit. Um, what made well, you the way uh, that you are? What what? How am I the way that I am? Um, 
honestly, it was real quick and like real recent. I'd say maybe like six, seven months ago, I was at work and uh, one of my uh, JTAC buddies was like, hey, man, I just got an AK-47 for the Boogaloo. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> And uh, from there, I literally just looked up memes, and um, it's actually, it's actually ironic. I'm a little starstruck that I'm, uh, I'm talking with Resurrecting Freedom, formerly Hanging for Freedom, one of the first pages I ever followed, on one of my Anon accounts. Um, we'll check that. Yeah, and all of his memes is really what got me into everything. I started following more people in the community, and the final straw was the same thing with like everything for me. Um, I would see him post uh, memes about like, you know, cops and how all cops are bad and you know, all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to like that, but I'll like everything else. And then one day I was like, wait a minute, they're pretty horrible. And uh, yeah, it was a real quick plunge. I'd say like a week, a week mm -hmm. and a half. I went from like full-blown conservative to like, you know, minarchist, anarchist. And uh, I'm still learning more and more about it every day. I mean, Empress of Memes, she taught me about agorism. Well, then she told me to look it up and I kind of am still learning about it. But yeah, it was real quick. And I decided to make a page right after that, um, really just to be a shit poster and really with no intent of ever getting to where I am now. And here I am at like 11,000 followers. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. I have never heard of such a, a quick transition. <laughs> what are you... Real quick. So like, how the fuck does that happen in a, in a week? Are you, for, for our listeners' sake, uh, I know you talk about this in your post, are you still... Active military? Uh, yes, I am, unfortunately. How would, uh, how would uh, this recent transition rock your world, then? <laughs> Awful. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Welcome uh, to the community! <laughs> Self-loathing is, uh, is a requirement. Um, it's just, honestly, like, it's a struggle going to work. Some, because I'm not just somebody that just joined, like, you know, like, I've been in for a minute. And I'm in charge of people. So whenever they ask me, they're like, hey, Soren, can we learn about this? And I'll be like, you really want to learn while we go over to Afghanistan and kill little brown kids for no reason? All right. <laughs> and then, nice. you know, that's yeah. not real. <laughs> you know, so I, I kind of have to curb my politics a little because I can get in trouble at work. Um, I don't as much as I probably should. <laughs> but um, it, it kind of sucks. It, it really does. I, I, I wish that any veteran or person in the military, they don't come to this movement until after they get out because it's just awful. <laughs> so I, I've heard you talk about um, your job in other podcasts and your, your posts and stuff. So you, uh, you know, were, were you combat arms or are you currently combat arms? Like, um, I, I, I'm still currently combat arms. I've never been anything um, not combat arms. Uh, my oh, Seaburn gotcha. training, it's, um, yeah, it's like the fourth, job that i you know you know you have like additional duties in the in the, yeah. in the army like um you know like other tasks and that's fortunately one of mine yeah that's uh <laughs> it's been a couple of years but yeah we're all just glorified janitors <laughs> uh um, every marine a janitor not that you're a marine but um <clears throat> so um what what made you uh passionate to to share um seaburn kind of information like what what made you think like I gotta get this out there, or was it just like a like like a component of your shit posting name? And then you're like, oh, I should share information, or was it just right from the start? Like I wanna I wanna be informational. Um, so I made the name. Um, I was like, I I want to get out information to people, but I'm also like 
like I, I'm not the smartest person when it comes to like all the the anarchy or you know any of that stuff yet. So like I don't really want to post about that stuff at the moment when I first made my page. I mean now I'm just like yeah fuck it. I only know a little bit, but I'm gonna share my opinions on shit anyway. Um, <laughs> I think that's all of us. <laughs> that's pretty much where we're all at. But uh, at the beginning, I was just like, yeah, I see all these people talking about, you know, like guns and everything's about guns, guns, guns. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love guns. And I'm way more savvy when it comes to like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm way more savvy and trained in, you know, tactics, um, you know, guns, uh, you know, even just using uh, foreign weapons and all that. But I'm like, you know, like that's oversaturated. So what could I actually provide people? And I'm like, well, medical Dr. Boog's already got that covered. That's like my next best thing. Um, and then I'm like, well, being a fucking dick watcher for piss tests. I mean, that has no fucking <laughs> relevant, <laughs> relevant um, information. I, for I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of, a lot of people out there in our community who would be very interested in your experiences, like <laughs> detailed information, heavy, intrusive, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about the Wizenator 3000, a thing that soldiers are using to pass through drug tests. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think people would be genuinely interested, is my concern. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, then I went down the line and I'm like, well, I have Seaburn training and I have a lot more of it than, you know, the average uh, soldiers. So I might as well. I never seen anybody talking about like what happens when tear gas comes out and you know, yeah. if we if we do well, rallies or shit for, for, for our, our average, we go over what Seaburn, what it means, what it stands for. Do we go over that yet, or do we just do we not? Um, I'll hit it real quick. It's um, <laughs> chemical, biological, radioactive, and a nuclear. Gotcha. And that, that covers a, a wide array of um, you know, things we don't really think about. We just think about bullets flying. Can you say that again? Yeah, oh, one more time. Slower for the reason. <laughs> that is a chemical. Biological, radioactive, and nuclear. All right, one more time. There you go. You've already had it twice, Bonnie <laughs> style. <laughs> um, Are you a Marine? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get in. <laughs> Come on, I'm the bullet points are going to love this one. I tried. The recruiter said that I only failed the test by 30 points, though, so I was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't lick the window quite hard enough. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, when you, uh, it wasn't that long ago and you've just blown up in this community that I got a message from you saying like, oh, could you just, you know, share what I'm doing? I was like, oh, fucking sweet. I've, I've never heard anyone even talk about masks or like preventative measures for any of this stuff. And, you know, I'm all about information. So seeing that was awesome. And, and uh, you know, just looking at a few of your posts, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this guy is on it, you know? <laughs> I no. felt a little weird because I messaged a lot. I'm like, hey, like I'm trying to do this thing. I see it's not really well known in the community, and I'd feel like no, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say this. Um, to me, not to anybody else, you know. Like to me personally, if I had posted like all this stuff that like I felt was important, and then had like ten followers out of it, I'd be like, okay, cool. Nobody gives a fuck, and I would just, you know, get rid of it. You know, like the, to me. You know, I'd just be like, eh, you know, like that's, it's obviously not, people don't care about it. And that's how it is in the military. Nobody gives a fuck about Seaburn training. That's like the least prioritized thing. Um, so I, I was just like, yeah, you know, what? if I'm going to put out something, I, I want people to hopefully, you know, read it and maybe, you know, fact check me. And now like I see all these other Seaburn pages popping up and I'm like, that's awesome because I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to post Seaburn shit. You know, like there's so many more qualified people out there now making content that, 
like anything I say is on a much lower um, knowledge level than than some of these other pages out there now. So. Oh yeah, like I, I mean, I I didn't see anyone posting um like tactics kind of stuff in a, the 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 simple slide by slide meme format, and I'm I'm not you know the authority on it by any means. I'm a fucking Sandhurst washout, but I know a little bit, and I didn't see it out there, so I put it out there, and now you see all sorts of you know veteran anarchist types doing their own thing. And yeah, fucking love it. Just, just showing that there's an interest in it, and then everyone else is like, "Oh yeah, I know some stuff." I know it's it's absolutely awesome. Yeah, all, all about that. De- definitely don't want to have a fucking monopoly on it. But if anyone knows something like uh, anything that's relevant, fucking put it out there. The knowledge is power, etc. Absolutely. And I don't know if it was like this for you, but a bunch of people would DM me, like when uh, Feel the Seaburn started. They're like, hey, this guy's copying you. He's yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, he's not fucking copying. He knows more than me. And I was talking to him. And this dude, like, he has years of training as opposed to just, like, my couple months. And he's actually done and applied a lot of these things. And I just refer a lot of people to him at this point, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's that's why I've been reaching out to uh, to other people in our community. Because there's a few chapters. Like, I did a medical chapter way back when. And it, a few people DM, DM me afterwards like, yeah, it wasn't great. I'm like, no, you're right. It's fucking British Army <laughs> medical training, which isn't good. <laughs> we're like, we're like yeah. 15 years behind the rest of the world. And then I started looking at some other stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no, fuck this. I'm, I'm going to get someone else to write it when I, when I do the book. And, you know, just to, to have that feedback, like not, I, I would never claim, I'm sure you're the same way, never claim to be the authority on it. It's like the, the more out there, the merrier and, and actually, um, getting feedback, uh, it helps it to evolve, you know, because we, we can always say like, okay, fuck that last post. This is an update on that, you know, or, yeah. or go check out this person. They're so much more knowledgeable. <laughs> I'm quite happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just living in an echo chamber where everybody is just like, yeah, like, you know, like this is awesome. And, you know, like, uh, you know, I love the people that message me, like thanking me, but you know, I like the people that are like, Hey, I'm actually a prior like 74 Delta or, you know, somebody that's in chem core and they're like, Hey, this was a little inaccurate. I'm like, Oh, like, thank you. Like, and I yeah, have, no, a, <laughs> yeah, like, I have a whole, of, the amount of knowledge you had when you started compared to everyone else on the gram. Like I just assumed you did chemical weapons shit every day. Like <laughs> the way you're preaching it and everything. I'm like, man, this dude, he must be a chemical engineer or fucking something. I wish, um, I wish I had a relevant skill that I could bring outside the military and get paid for. <laughs> uh, uh, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a fucking combat arms way too fucking far gone in the military. <laughs> well, um, the, uh, the NRA instru- range instructor position is calling your name. Oh, Jesus oh. fucking Christ. <laughs> I almost joined the NRA right before I joined the Liberty community. Oh, fuck. Touch mm. the fucking bullet there. Dive the fucking bullet. <laughs> you got saved. Um, so I've, I've seen you start on a branch a, a little bit away from the, uh, the instructional and more into politics, which I'm liking. And it's, it's nice how abrasive it is to some of, these, to some of your followers because... Sometimes people get too comfortable and you need to kick up the ass. It's like, hey, the reason behind all of this is X. And uh, <laughs> that, that's what I'm all about. And uh, it, it's nice to see other people doing it. I mean, you entered, you're both pissing people off with the MAGA stuff. And then uh, more importantly, the, the uh, peaceful resolution kind of posted recently. Um, the, one, the one I did this morning? 
Wasn't this morning? Fuck. It's been it's been a long fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling um, me. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm I'm loving seeing more of that, and uh, I, I think we're really confusing the hell out of a lot of uh, Boogaloo boys at the minute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, your name, CBRN Boog Boy, and then mine, Bloody Revolutions, and all, all these various pages that have kind of changed their tone recently. Um, what was your reasoning for uh, wanting to put out that message of um, you know perhaps a Boogaloo a collapse, you know, civil war, whatever you want to call it, isn't our our best bet. Um, it honestly, it was uh some of the DMs I would get, they would be like, "Hey man, like you want to join our um our militia?" And I'd be like, "No nah, man, like that's not my like. It's cool if you do it. That's just not my thing." Um, and they're like, "Oh well, like fuck you then." And then you know, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the five minutes I'd be in their um, group chat before I like read it, like I would scroll up and just see what they're talking about to see if I'm talking with people that are actually like, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm for something. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would scroll up and see if I'm talking with um, people that are like, you know, like actually out like doing relevant training, or if they're more or less just. I don't want to call them LARPing, but like just angry and, and just trying to be like, uh, you know, like, Oh, we're going to create this whole, uh, you know, local militia. And then we're going to go here and we're going to fuck these people up. And that's just not really my thing. Um, I, I joined not one. A fed? <laughs> no, not my thing. And I'm sure there's feds in there. Honestly, they already said <laughs> that they infiltrate these little fucking militias. Oh yeah. I out and proud on their fucking, is it the ATF? Like, I think on their website, they say that one of their tactics is infiltrating militias and they're, yeah, we've got a great history of doing that successfully. It's like, ha, oh. yeah, f- fuck all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, uh, the thing, like I saw these people, um, you know, they, they'd post videos of their quote unquote training and they would just be going to the range and just like mag dumping into targets, you know, on a bright sunny day in like the perfect conditions. And I'm like, that's not train. That's it's good weapons familiarization, but that's not like training. And then um, I saw some other people just get angry, and they're like, "When you go do this to these people and that people," and it just became a fucking cesspool of just I don't want to say ignorance, but just anger. And I understand their anger, um, but then I was like, "Well, I have a small platform now. I might as well, you know, let them know that even though my name is Seaburn Boot Boy, like I think the Boogaloo is just so." terrible like if it were to happen it would just be awful um and yeah i've I've gotten a lot of a lot of mixed reactions to it but i i think i made it or at least i tried to make it clear in some comments in the maga thing yesterday like i don't argue with people like i don't just go straight into just calling people fucking retards because i don't think that accomplishes (laughs) anything um and i'm just like hey like yeah exactly and you know you just radicalize them in their beliefs even more and you create a you know hostility but your ideal, your ideology will never win if you look way too excited to just kill people, you know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you're never gonna look good <laughs> to anybody. Well, that and just violence is just terrible. Like I feel like these, I don't want to call them kids, but like even if they're like, even if they're 30 years old, you know, and they're advocating for violence, I feel like they've just never been like punched in the face or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. They don't know what they're it's actually. Just, and the war is fucking awful. Yeah. yeah, war is awful, and um, I, I really find myself repeating myself with um, the same thing that I tell my soldiers that join. They're like, "Hey, sir, I want to go to war, and I want to fucking you know kill all these fucking terrorists." And I'm like, "Man, you really don't like war is the coolest thing in the world until you're actually there." 
And <laughs> I'm saying the same thing to people here. You know, they're like, hey, I want a boogaloo. We need to boog. We need to boog. I'm like, you really don't want that, man. Like, it's awful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that just made me get a little more political. And sometimes I do it just to kick the hornet's nest and put out, you know, my opinions. <laughs> and then other times I'm just like, hey, like, this is how I feel about it. If you guys feel differently, like that's cool. Like I'm open to discussion about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, all you can do is put the message out there and hope that some people are willing to listen to the reasoning rather than just put up their defenses and be like, no, fuck you. I believe in this, you know, right. <laughs> this ideology I found three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, people are going to take that the wrong way. Like, I'm, not, I'm not just shitting on people because they're like new to this, but so many that they'll, they'll call themselves libertarians and then talk about, you know, like curb stomping feds and hang them from, you know, hang them from the fucking trees. It's like, well, you guys, you guys know about the non-aggression principle, right? Yeah. The what? Like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, like defensive, defensive warfare only goes so far, you know, at, at a certain point, you're, you're just echoing the, uh, the atrocious, mo- atrocious monster you're trying to fucking get rid of. I mean, me, me and Amp were just talking about this with some, some uh, agorist friends. I mean, um, when you, if you're trying to get rid of a violent system with violence, we've had the American Revolution and, um, you know, we fought for our freedoms, got rid of the fucking empire, free men, and now we live under the most powerful state that's ever existed. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) taking out the state with violence in order to end state violence, um, yeah, not the best solution. And so I'm glad more people are putting out that message. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a revolution through violence just creates a, you know, community of violence with the people's desire to control that violence with the state. So it's just, it's just an endless cycle. Yeah, I'm not sure if I saw it in your post or someone else's, but um, effectively, um, no one's going to learn from a, a violent revolution because, I mean, if your if your words and actions have failed you, and you have to, you know, it just comes down to violence. I mean, that's a that's a universal language. Every ideology has attempted that and and guess what <laughs> hasn't we don't have a free society yet so um but yeah it, it's good to see that messaging growing um and, and a lot of people take it the wrong way that they, they they're like oh you know you guys are pussies and you guys are yeah you guys are hypocrites it's like well no we're, we're consistent like we we want our guns and shit and we we believe in being prepared and being like as a as capable of violence as possible in the hopes we never have to use it and making every attempt to not use it until we are up against a wall not you know literally like in the communist <laughs> uh, <laughs> sense but like but you know until we have literally no other options and and most people i, I feel like they're quite lazy with uh, when they reach the conclusion that there's no other option they uh they don't, they don't read into this stuff enough they just they they want it now you know it's that impulsive um, I want my revolution today, kind of. Instant gratification revolution. Well, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the anger people feel when they first get converted. Because yeah. I think you'll see a lot of the newcomers more right away wanting violence. And I think it's just a reaction, you know. Yeah. Most people are pissed. It took so hard to get them to change. Well, most people, not not Seaburn. But like <laughs> a lot of people, it took a long time for them to realize what they have always been told is not the truth. They've been lied to all this time. And that in itself just generates feelings of violence with oh, them. Yeah. And some of the people that you see stick around the community for a while, 
you'll notice that they'll start it'll start tapering off and people go more towards the peaceful side realizing yeah. that more violence isn't gonna help the violence we have right now yeah yeah well, I really we all went through that a little bit oh, 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 yeah. we all used to share quite a bit more boog memes than we do now well we were uh, very good at fueling each other <laughs> and the community um but I, I think nowadays a lot of us are we're much more pleased to see um, an increasing amount of uh, gray and black uh, flags and profile pictures rather than yellow and black. Um, and that's the conversion from anarcho-capitalism to agorism for those who don't know what the fuck I'm on about. <laughs> um, I, have a ton, I have a ton of young followers that always ask me, hey, I'm too young to own a gun or do this. What should I do to train? And I always, always, always recommend they educate themselves over anything else. Yeah, and I say workout. It's usually educate yourself on the principles of liberty and workout. You just got to be faster than the dude chasing you. True. Um, oh, the Loveland rally. How did, oh, yeah. uh, how did that go for you? Um, it was exhausting, but it was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I, me, me and Tridge were saying, it's like, dude, just, just fucking talking to people. Like, it takes a lot of energy out of you because it's, you go from being able to just like, you know, look down at your phone, answer a few things in, in your own time, and then you, you, you're being swarmed by people like, oh, are you, blah, 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 and, you know, talking to hundreds of people in a day. I don't know how busy Loveland was, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, it, was, it was honestly, it, it, was, it was really great. Um, I don't think we had nearly the uh, showing that, you know, we, we didn't, definitely didn't have the showing that Virginia had. Um, I saw Arizona was a couple thousand, right? Yeah, yeah, about three, four thousand, I'd say. I think at max there was only like um, five hundred people, um, but we were, we we weren't like anywhere in like the Capitol or uh, you know in front of any political building. We were just kind of on the street, not blocking traffic, but like you know standing in the in a divider, um, you know, on the side of the roads. Um, um, I it, it was. Uh, <laughs> there was so much good shit that happened there that I, I probably am going to forget a couple things. But, um, for example, the, um, the money that, um, I got from my patches, uh, we donated close to five or $600 worth of food to a food drive there. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, well, and it was funny too, because the, the people that took the food, um, for the food drive, they were like, oh my gosh, like, can we get a, like a picture, you know? And like all the, all the boys at this point were like, oh, is that Seaburn over there? And they all just like came <laughs> over and I'm like, all right, well, here it is. And I was like, yeah, can I just like get my gun and my flag? And they're like, yeah, 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 of course. So I grabbed the Bloody Revolution's Anarchy, uh, <laughs> Anarchy Betsy Ross, Ross flag. And um, they didn't really want anything to do with us after that. They just kind of stopped talking to us after all the food was unloaded. Uh, and, that's uh, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, this community and I kept saying, I'm like, it's not me that like got the, it's like the anarchy community and the libertarian community is what provided, you know, the food. And we felt like we provided like the entire donation. There was only, you know, a couple, a couple cans here and there. And we came through with, like I said, almost five, $600 worth of it. Um, so that, that was great. You know, we had our, um, we called him our, um, propaganda man, Boogaloo jukebox with his camera <laughs> out there. Um, he, he, he was out there getting some pictures. Um, not as many Trump, uh, flags and supporters as I thought, which was awesome. Um, yeah, my, I, 
my yeah, understanding yeah. of that was like the organizers were like, don't bring political shit. <laughs> and and oh and, and no anarchy flags and most people <laughs> apart from a couple Trumpsters and of course yourself, which uh, you're my you're my personal hero for defying them. <laughs> although although what a what a fucking shit instruction. Anarchists don't bring anarchy flags. Oh okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like what anarchist yeah. is gonna actually fucking listen to that bullshit? <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like well I wasn't planning on it, but now I'm gonna. <laughs> And now since you said some of fucking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just a poor idea. Yeah, when we were we got interviewed by um this dude and he was like, So how do you guys feel about being told because um the original question was like, Hey, so like who do you identify with? Like like why are you here? Who are you? And he's like, We're an anarchist. We're like anarchists and shit. And this guy's like, Oh, well, how do you feel about the organizers saying no anarchy flags? And I'm just standing there and I was like, like this one? <laughs> and he, was like, he was like, oh, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter. And I'm like, no. Oh, man. And I love it. And, oh, go ahead. Oh, was, like, why I'm completely tooting my own horn, so I gotta try not to, like, self-lacio uh, <laughs> too much. But, um, like, the nice thing about that flag is, like, it's it's just anarchist enough to piss someone off, but like, it's stars and bars, so so that they can be like, oh yeah, cool, they're waving the flag. Oh wait, mm. I, it's it's not an outright like Antifa looking flag. You know, the <laughs> thing about that flag is that got more attention from people that weren't already in, you know, the little uh, group of people that we had going there. Um, like this one dude, it, this was the funniest fucking thing that was said to me all day. This one dude comes up to me. He's like, what, what kind of flag is that? I'm like, oh, it's an anarchy flag. And he's like, <laughs> like the United States of America and anarchy. And I'm like, yeah. that doesn't really exist, but all right, man. <laughs> and um, <laughs> working on it. We're, we're working on it. And I had more, it, it was really surprising. People weren't like angry or upset with it. More people were genuinely interested in like, well, what do you mean? Like you're an anarchist. And then we explained, um, it wasn't just me. This was a great thing about it. You know, there was a ton of people, um, like not to, you know, toot my own horn, like either, but you know, like I'm sure you had it at the Arizona rally where just a grump, a bunch of people just started to like following you around and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and and people would ask these questions and it was like one person asked a question and one person from, um, the little group following me left and talked to them about agorism. And then, you know, like it just kept going like that. There was this dude that was holding an NRA sign, um, like support the NRA. And I just went over and talked to him and he was like, well, what is, um, I told him about gun policy. I'm like, yeah, like gun policy is probably a better alternative. He's like, well, what is that? And then he's like, looked it up on his phone, comes back to me later at the rally. He's like, dude, fuck the NRA. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, man. it was really like really successful. And this was like an old typical FUD, you know? Uh, yeah, it yeah. was it was really successful and people actually you know getting out and talking to people and not just it wasn't hostile there was no anger besides the people that found out i was an anarchist when i tried to give them food um what a, what a strange reaction uh, we won't I mean, accept donations from your kind oh no, <laughs> oh no they they definitely took it but they wouldn't <laughs> they didn't want anything we to will do reluctantly us. accept donations <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was awesome. You know, so many people, you know, were talking about agorism and I even learned some stuff about it. It was just, it was a really, really good time. And I, I wish I could, you know, 
travel more and go to rallies all around the country. Yeah, for real. I, I keep on getting messages saying like, oh, you're going to be at this rally? I'm like, dude, I fucking wish. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could do that rather than my day job. But um, no, that, that's something um, a lot of people underestimate because obviously we get the disgruntled like, whoa, well, it's not doing like any fucking thing. All these things are still passing. And, you know, it's like, well, we never expected to, to show up on full kit. Everyone to be like, oh, fuck, uh, never mind, never mind. Like, we're not, you know, like that, that's the dream, of course, but they're not just going to dump the fucking bills because we're, we're marched around. It's, it's more just actually getting out and meeting people and fucking, um, I, and it's, it's nice because it's not just like an organized meetup between the battalions. It's, uh, we're mixing with the rest of the community, like gun community and kind of freedom minded types, but you know, conservatives and such, um, who might be misguided. And then you can't really scream at us and call us uh, horrible anarchists and all this shit to our face. I mean, you can, but it's, it's a lot less likely when you're having a calm civil discussion in person and you're sitting there on the side of the road, you know, waving signs at cars and stuff. You, you got some time to actually discuss civilly uh, as opposed to online where it's easy enough to just, you know, call someone a fucking retard and then block them and move on. No, absolutely. And there was, what really made me happy was, um, there was a bunch of whiteboards and people with signs. And one of the signs that I saw was like, fuck racism. So I'm oh, like, yeah, well, yeah. well, there's your narrative of calling us white supremacists just fucking gone. And yeah. I'm, I'm really considering making another flag that's in that kind of tone. And <laughs> no, absolutely. Like we control the narrative and I try and tell people that all the time. Like, if we act like retards with guns, they're going to treat us like retards with guns. If we just act like civilized, angry Americans that aren't just going <laughs> to yell at you and shoot you in the face for having a different opinion, like we'll get somewhere. Yeah. I, I think um, the most effective tool we have is uh, the sense of humor this community has. I mean, you saw it in um, Virginia and, and VA, and I think a little bit in Arizona too. Um, people, uh, I think in uh, Colorado, it was a uh, bring back, mango jewel pods or something yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was us <laughs> yeah because people are like oh look at these you know uh like when you look on uh lefty twitter talking about the uh gun rights rallies it's like look at these fucking domestic terrorists it's like we, we just shit posters like a lot of us are just shit posters <laughs> like we're out there armed and you know talking about our rights and stuff but we're not taking ourselves too seriously we're not like a bunch of bunch of skull balaclava masks you know atom waffen douchebags we're, we're like just chill about it like we we're serious but we don't take ourselves that seriously you know and uh like uh virginia you had the guy in the in the short shorts and um plenty of signs sort of making light of uh of various narratives because we're, we're self-aware and um i think that's one of the best weapons because you know if you want to be a a gotcha kind of uh photographer um photojournalist at these kind of things and uh and, and there's signs getting in the way of your perfect shot that say fuck racism when you want to make us look like white supremacists or like you know you're like oh look at how scary these guys are and then you see bring back mango jewel pods in the background you're gonna be like well this, this kind of fucking up my narrative <laughs> yeah no absolutely and it was it was just a great time and i and i really i'm sad because tomorrow is the uh denver we're actually going to the capitol and you know, to repeal the red flag laws, and oh, I yeah. got hit with uh, being in charge of a range. So, unfortunately, oh, sweet. I can't go. So you, yeah. You're gonna be in charge of a bunch of guys ending into the fucking feet while uh, <laughs> while people are marching on Denver. Yeah, essentially, and there's nothing uh, I can do about that one. So that fucking sucks. Get should fucked. uh just stuff your uniform with pillows and fuck off anyway. 
<laughs> you know, honestly, people wouldn't probably fucking notice or care because the way that I've been at work the last couple months, I've just been showing up and I've been like teaching my soldiers about fucking agorism. And then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I just well, leave, you didn't so. buy a charger with that bonus. <laughs> Ready to convert that into precious metals. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was what broke my heart uh, this week, and, and I mean this like it literally broke my heart. There was this um, eighteen year old kid that joined, and he ended up coming to my platoon. And you know, I, I I it's called like an initial counseling. You know, you have to give um all new soldiers that come and they're under your uh, and then I was like, hey man, like you know why'd you join? And he gave you know a stereotypical like combat arms, and he's like. I joined to kill people, Sergeant. And I was like, no, oh, fuck me. Here we go. So, <laughs> you know, I, work, yep. <laughs> I just sat down and talked to him and I was like, look, man, like your freedoms aren't over there. You know, those people. And I, I showed him pictures of these people that literally lived inside of caves in the side of the mountains. I'm like, is that guy really going to come over to America and harm you and your family? And he was like, well, no, Sergeant. I'm like, exactly. None of them are even capable, you know, like, they're just people living their lives and they're pissed off at us because we drove through their crop field and that's their only means of life. Yeah. They're going to shoot at us. I would shoot at people if I was back home at my farm and people were fucking, fucking my shit up, you know, like I would be way worse than the fucking Taliban allegedly. (laughs) Um, And he came up to me and this was, you know, a little while ago I had this conversation. He came up to me um, the beginning of this week and he's like, Hey, you know, can I, uh, use the open door policy with you. And I'm like, I don't have an open door policy, but absolutely, man, like (laughs) come and talk. And uh, he was like, Hey, are we really just, you know, killing like Brown kids? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm not trying to shit on your entire fucking purpose, but unfortunately, (laughs) like that is the reality of this situation. And, you know, he was like, that's so fucked up. I've been looking like, and he told me, he's like, I, I heard of this thing called like agorism. And I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. He found it <laughs> himself. And no, it, it's, it broke my heart because he still has another fucking, he signed a five-year deal. Say, yeah. That's a long fucking enlistment. He just joined. And the first thing, like he's not even an E2. So he, he's still at the absolute lowest pay grade, lowest rank that you can be coming into the military. And it's already fucking ruined for him. And it breaks my heart that I did that, but I'm kind of happy I mean, that he, he, he did because I rather, I rather him go over there and realize what he's doing. So if he doesn't do something that he comes home and then later on regrets, then him going there and doing that. Yeah. I, that fucking sucks though. I my mean, heart. it's going to make him think twice before, you know, arbitrarily chucking some ordinance out, you know, you know, you know, a crowded area or fuck knows what they, you know, blindly firing and w- without considering what he's he's doing or you know i mean and then that's he's only gonna pass that on to his friends he's gonna be like uh guys can you ever heard of this thing and you know <laughs> i mean in five years in three years he's very more than capable of becoming an nco and a team leader and maybe if he deploys unfortunately you know if he does when he's a team leader he can make those decisions as a leader like hey we're not gonna go fucking drive through this village and just kill people you know like even if they like have guns there's no reason to go into that village to begin with so i'm not going to bring my team through that and if if that's you know if that's what happens i mean i don't want them to deploy i don't want anybody to fucking deploy anymore but if if it happens i'd rather there be at least a couple soldiers that are more or less just like hey 
we shouldn't be over here and we shouldn't be doing this, so I'm not going to go over there and do that. Okay. We're way off topic and I'm rambling. Oh, but, it's, um, that's what it's all about, bro. That's your episode, man. If, if it's coming out of your mouth, it's on topic. That's on uh, this format. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we do. This is for you. Well, I'm glad I'm on brand. (laughs) Uh, The biggest thing that drives me up the fucking wall with the military and PTSD, uh, one of their characteristics of PTSD, how they define it, is a, um, it's a, um, oh, fuck, now I'm blanking on the word. It's an an unobscured view of the government and military operations. So they say a characteristic of PTSD is having an unobscured view of the military? Is that what you said? of the military and government operations that's a characteristic of ptsd so they know they know that people go over and they do bad shit and they come back and they reflect on it and then they're like wait a minute this is totally like fucked and they're just so that's why whenever i see like ptsd veteran has like guns confiscated i'm like yeah it's really fucking easy to slap anybody that's ever deployed with ptsd because you know, if he posts a meme that's like, oh, like government's kind of bad, you know, even if he isn't full blown anarchist or libertarian, he's just like, oh, the government did this one thing wrong. They're just like, oh, PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and with that label, you can, you know, they're a damage case. And of course, with red flag laws, you can fucking disarm them. It's, uh, it's a fucking dangerous label. <laughs> and, and, and to slap on someone for thinking and reflecting. Absolutely. And it's just, yeah it's fucking awful the mil- and you know it for them to make that that they have to know they're like oh this shit's probably fucked up so how can we mitigate the risk to us you know oh yeah, yeah. oh he has ptsd that's why he's saying that the government's bad duh we'll blame we'll blame the victim <laughs> <laughs> oh christ yeah the, the military talks about the military uh they usually get a little bit dark around here because it, it's it is one of the most sinister branches of uh, of our government and um, j- just the way they cover their ass, it's it's so much more. <laughs> I don't, it, it's fucking brutal the way they they just clamp everything down. You know, like oh well, if if this happen, if they start to go this way, then label them like this. If they become a real problem, disarm them. If they float, it's a flow chart. Yeah, ser- yeah, seriously. <laughs> Where do we go from there? <laughs> uh, I could talk on? all fucking day about how much the military is just garbage and corrupt. <laughs> Preach! <laughs> Let me grab my whiskey. Um, <laughs> hmm. We've actually we're actually very on topic. I think we've hit. Yeah, we're we're and like we're, we're way ahead. So we're we're doing we're doing great. Keep yeah, we're, we're, we've kind of hit everything. So, <laughs> um, is, is there any like extension of of that topic? Um, that you'd want to go into any facet of it or up to you guys. I'm an open fucking book besides my specifics and my actual job. I, I guess uh, a good way to go off that conversation would be, um, so I've, we've all done our best to try and dissuade uh, our followers and people in the Liberty community from joining. Cause a lot of them went through this process of, Oh, well the boogaloo is happening. I want to get free training. I'm going to join the military so I can fight the government. And, um, I mean, we, we, can, we can point at them and call them idiots as much as we like and say, I told you so, but that doesn't really change much for them. So um, I guess what would be your advice for them to uh, you know, not get fucked up and to, to cope with um, being in the military? Like they've, they've just signed their fucking contract knowing you know, everything, uh, you know, ourselves, buying the bullet, et cetera, kind of say about this stuff. Um, how would you help them get through an enlistment? 
Don't say anything that'll get you in trouble to the wrong person. If your NCO is a fucking cockbag, you'll know instantly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but talk to other people, especially if you're a newer soldier, younger soldier, and you live in the barracks. Um, one thing that has surprised me um, is just how many other like-minded people there are in the military and just you know how they keep quiet about it. Um, they might not be as radical as you, but they will share a lot of similar beliefs when it comes to the government, um, which is kind of mind blowing because you ask anybody in the military, especially like combat arms, like, Hey, do you trust any of these politicians to make any decisions with your life and where you go? And everybody would be like, fuck no, they're all corrupt. And then we're like, Oh, cool. Well, that's exactly what you're doing. Um, <laughs> but just talk to people and you'll be surprised um, at just how many people share your beliefs and just how impressionable you can be. If you don't just come at people calling them, you know, it's the same thing with just talking, you know, to anybody, if you come at them with like, Hey, like, isn't this kind of like weird, you know? And then, well, yeah, yeah, that is kind of weird or no, it's not. Then you just explain yourself and that'll help you a lot because then you'll build a little network of people who you can, you know, hide in like if something fucking crazy is happening or if you have to go out on a mission where, you know, some shit's going down and, you know, it's good to have that, that network um, within you. And, my DMs are always open. I literally answer every single DM I get. Um, I'm waking up like an hour early now just to do so, but I, I answer all my DMs, but the biting the bullet guys, they're great to talk to. Um, I've talked to them a few times about some shit that, you know, I've been in, you know, told them things I've never told anybody else. But that's a thing about the veteran community is that, um, you know, there's just unspoken trust between most of us. I mean, there's a couple of fucking chads, but you know, for the most part, you know, just talk to people and pray that your NCO isn't a fucking cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, the real hit or miss with that. I mean, I've got someone who's like a career guy who doesn't care about fucking over his dudes as long as, you know, he looks good. And then you got others like yourself who you just want the guys to be all right at the end of it, you know, and that, that's, fucking, day, that's fucking massive. They say the higher ranking you get, the little more common sense gets taken away from you and not once again, not to, you know, sound all boastful, but like, it's been the opposite for me. You know, I was a younger enlisted, just like E3 fucking PFC, a team leader on my first deployment. And they were like, Hey, you're in charge now. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be a fucking tyrant. And I was a fucking tyrant, you know? Um, and that's a lot of response. I was fucking 19. Uh, yeah. Charge of four people, you know, like nobody, <laughs> it's not a good situation. Um, but as I've, you know, climbed the ranks, you know, I was an E5 uh, squad leader in Ukraine. Um, and you just slowly start to realize more and more and more or the complete opposite. You just drink more and more and more of the fucking Kool-Aid. And then next thing you know, you're Dan Helmer. <laughs> Good old running Dan. Has <laughs> he, he still not responded to your emails? He has read them, but he has not responded. <laughs> I don't think he ever will, but I will forever until he's out of office, remind people about who he is. Fucking coward. And uh, for, for those not aware, Dan Helmer is um, the man who ran away from, uh, from our good friend, Trigi, <laughs> when, when confronted the, at the uh, town hall, uh, what was it? Every town for gun safety, wherever the fuck it was, um, ran away from, from questions. Uh, this strong veteran, and, and you better thank him for his service, because he will remind you until you fucking do. Uh, <laughs> As about leading soldiers into combat. Great job, oh, Dan. Yeah. Uh, very excited for uh, Prius Humvees because um, 
renewable energy is the reason that our, our good boys are dying in the Middle East. <laughs> uh, everything he says, <laughs> it starts out with, well, I'm an Afghanistan veteran. Yeah, I I, her, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where's this going? Oh, oh, uh, cool. I just hear, I just hear a man gagging on the cock of his party. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's like, wah, 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 except it's. <sighs> um, I, I guess uh, we want to get into some some knowledge dropping. But uh, so if you do, if you don't have a good answer, just give him a bullshit answer. Just fucking. Just go above and beyond with bullshit, and uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> you know what? I'll, if I don't know the answer, I'll reference somebody that does. How about that? Hey, th- all right, that, that oh, seems a lot more go. sounds a lot more sensible. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, our first question is: How effective are secondhand masks? Uh, should you ever invest in a secondhand mask? Um, if you can buy from a reputable, reputable source like uh, AN Fox or Fort Bragg uh, Army Surplus. Um, yeah, they're good to go, but just be cognizant. It's like buying anything used. You know, if you buy a used gun online, somebody can be like, oh, yeah, I only put, you know, 100 rounds through the barrel, and then you get it, and then it's obvious that, like, 3,000 rounds have been through it. So yeah. just uh, be cognizant of what you buy online and try and buy from a reputable source. And um, if you were either looking at a mask in person, perhaps, a surplus, whatever, what would be a good way to tell if it was, uh, you know, worn, used? Uh, heavily to a point that's like it's not worth it is there any Um, quick way to tell or it really depends on the mask but the major things you can check out um you know it's it's all the obvious things ask to see pictures of the seal the sealing portion of the mask the rubber if the rubber's damaged cracked fucking you know cut anything that doesn't look like a smooth transition uh don't buy it um if any of the faceplate or the you know the eye holes are you know broken cracked scratched you know don't buy it. Um, but really there's, it's hard to tell with masks, um, because you can just polish them up real quick and make them look good when really Mm -hmm. they've been, um, gutted and like all the internal actual working parts, um, the important parts just aren't there anymore. So, so I say buy from a reputable source. Yeah. And, uh, how, how expensive is like, a like a average, entry-level solid good to go mask like is it is it really even worth looking at secondhand stuff like are they prohibitively expensive or are they quite affordable if you can afford a geisley trigger you can afford one of the best masks like on the market you know there's there's a ton of options out there but like uh you know the m50 the avon m50 sorry mira um (laughs) it's it's a great mask the issue with that is it's overpriced because they have a government contract and the military uses them and they don't regularly sell to civilians but i've seen some where you can grab for like 180 or you know in between like 180 and like 300 bucks that are good um you know the mirror masks they're all fucking fantastic not just to plug them because you know i i get a little kickback from them but they they really are just great masks and they're a great company i'm actually meeting with their ceo this month down in texas oh um yeah um the the msa um another great company um you can get some millenniums for like, you know, bucks, and they're great, good to go mass too. Yeah, I mean, and that great fucking answer about the uh, guys who trigger thing. I mean, uh, I, a mask is much more likely to save your life than a, a nicer trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like yeah. for real, like it, all this prepping stuff. Um, I mean, there's so many other kind of um, you know, disasters, man-made and natural, uh, that that you're gonna be grabbing uh, food in your your go bag. 
and, and your rifle is going to be secondary. It's like, well, I'm going to bring it with me, but my mask and my food and shit, that comes first. And uh, well, also, if you're looking in your safe and you got three triggers, <laughs> like, yeah. hey, maybe spend money on a mask next time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's like, it's like plates. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying a mask is as important as plates, but, um, you know, in like a list of priorities for me, it would be like weapon plates, fuck ton of ammo. Um, and then I look at other things that will protect me, a mask, you know, a med kit, all those things, PPE, you know, it all falls under that. What about uh, Q and A, boys? Have you guys gotten? Oh, that, that's what we're doing, man. This is why I didn't follow you. I have a couple of these, like whatever. <laughs> Fire away, man. <laughs> um, here. Um, one more time. What are the reputable sources for best surplus? Like best um, surplus here? A and Fox. Um, I'll just spell that because I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's just a uh, A E O N F A W K S. Um, you just Google that and it'll bring you right to their website. Um, it's veteran owned and he's all for the community. Um, he was surplus mass. Um, he's great with you know very reputable with um used. Um, equipment, not just masks. Um, Fort Bragg Army Surplus. It's not a store like in person. It's an online store. Um, they get a lot of uh, private stealing their gas masks from the military and selling them to them, and they sell them for like 200 bucks. So, you know. <laughs> Good shit. That's what we like. Get some of that tax money back. Yeah. I respect it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll link them in the uh, description and any other relevant links that we, uh, we discussed so people can go and get their shit. That's it. Uh, the, the one that gives you kickbacks as well. I'll be sure to uh, link that. Damn, rebellious liberty! I'm gonna get all of your business now. That's okay, <laughs> man. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you deserve it more than me. <laughs> no. Anyways, all right. That's that's that. I got a shitload of other dumbass questions, you idiots. You need better questions. Yeah. But, uh, I got a I got a couple of good ones. Uh, mostly on the topic of filters. One guy said on eBay there's a filter called the Model 2001 A1, and he said it goes for $10. He wants to know your thoughts on it. Say that again. I'm just going to Google it, look at the specs, and I'll tell you right now. Model 2001 A1. He said it sells for $10. So I don't know. My my intuition tells me, is your life worth more than 10 bucks? Yeah. My my other prepping knowledge tells me that ten dollars is a little low. Yeah, you already spent the money on the mask. At least get the good filters. I bet you that's the year it was made, two thousand one, and a lot of the times they're surplus. And filters, I mean, they can last a long time, from what I know. But if they're matters, stored you correctly, wanna, yeah, yeah depends on how they're stored. You don't yeah, know exactly. the background of that filter, and so. It gets difficult when you're buying surplus for super cheap. Just looking at it, it looks like it's not coming from any reputable source whatsoever. Like the company that makes those filters, I've never even heard of them. Um, and they're not just really... Just look it up on eBay and all it says is shipping from Russia. That's pretty Ooh. much all it's going Don't buy Russian in, in other filters. Words, yeah. Filter. <laughs> yeah, Russian filters are not the move. But just looking at what it's rated at, like on the side of the filter... It's not. Just buy sure. buy a thirty dollar dot pro and you'll be fine. 
So that's a uh, that's that's a question I've got. Uh, someone was like, "What the fuck are pro masks?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get that a lot. And pro mask, it's nothing. It's just short for protective mask. Um, gas mask is the same thing as a pro mask. Gotcha. Um, another one from uh, an unknown source. Um, does does Seaburn really live in a pro mask? <laughs> is that the one that I asked you? <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> I stay. <laughs> I asked Stay everybody safe. a question. Everybody that posted a thing like, "Hey, ask Seaburn questions." I tried to ask you a dumb question, and yes, I do. <laughs> you uh, asked me if we need to use filters with a mask. Like, <laughs> is it necessary? Big <laughs> <laughs> old open sides. Like, yep, this is fine. Be surprised. I get did, that question very often. Oh, did any of you guys um, get questions about homemade masks? <laughs> I got one about. Uh, I feel uh, like we should touch on that. I, I know he gets asked that a lot. What 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 I think is important in these uh, episodes is not everyone keeps up to date or like is uh, familiar with with our guests. So like we gotta nail all of the uh, all really <laughs> get all the big things out of the way. <laughs> yeah, like, like with poor Doctor Book. Are tampons good for gunshot wounds? No, no, the fuck they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we have to ask Seaburn, Are piss rags good enough? Absolutely fucking not. Do you want to hold? <laughs> so let me, let me, I'll explain why they were used and why people think they were used. Good, good so back in the world wars, um, you know, when chemical weapons were being used, the military was like, fuck, we're getting fucked up with chemical weapons, but we can't get our soldiers like the proper people. So what can we do? Well, if we tell them to get the fuck out of there, they're just going to be like, ah, whatever, we'll just die. You know, kind of like how people do today. Oh, if there's ever a chemical chemical attack, I'll just die. And obviously, you know, that costs them a lot of money. So they were like, hmm, what's going to get people to actually get the fuck out of there? If we tell them to piss in a rag and hold it to their face. Because who <laughs> the fuck is going to, you know, want to stay somewhere where they have to hold their own piss to their fucking mouth, you know? Hmm. So, so it was guys just... Are living in rat-infested trenches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> um, it didn't work as well as they intended, but it's created this lore that piss can filter out um, chemical and biological agents. And unfortunately, I believe it's not. I I feel was really betting on that. Heard something so fucking stupid. I mean, it works on jellyfish, right? Well, that's just because it's a very subtle. The chemical reaction. Does a jellyfish work as a gas mask? Yes. Oh, what? Put the tentacle side down. Write that down. Write that down. All right, that one's going in the book. Necessary. Be uninformed, Seaburn chapter. I have a question that we really do need the answer to. Like on a serious note. Uh, is this going to be an M serious note? No, it's going to uh, be it, the big titty fucking goth girl or itty bitty. Oh, no, no, I already I know it. it. It says, can I smoke smoke through a pro mask? That <laughs> was a serious question. Ooh, good question. Oh, mm. I'm about to blow your mind. You can smoke, you can vape, you can snort coke all through your mask if it has a drink too. Whoa. Really? Uh, oh shit! Uh, you heard it here first, kids. That answers my question. Is it possible to have a setup like Charlie in "It's Always Sunny" when he has a full <laughs> body suit and he had, he was able to drink alcohol while? All right, done. <laughs> I just saw that episode. Fucking, I like it. 
<laughs> yes, it is. All you need is a drink tube, and you just hook that some bitch up to your vape, your fucking blunt or coke. You just put them in your fucking nose and little bullet, little bullet. Have at it. <laughs> I like it. Oh man, we might be against no, the you, food, you need to dilute, fucking fighting force. You need to dilute <laughs> your coke into like a saline solution and like do something else. You know, I'm not sure how snorting through the straw would. I mean, just uh, switch the meth and shoot it between your toes. Oh, all right, there you go. Or yeah, just You're go just pure injection. Way more Aryan of you. Stop. I mean, you could always <laughs> just smoke crack through it. That would work. I'm surprised yeah. M's not, not like, the evil does not condone using drugs. <laughs> yeah, I was sure. going to say it earlier, but you guys were all talking. Oh, and, and just know we would absolutely override that with some of <laughs> us who... Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> condone doing drugs. Usually I'm like, don't do drugs, and BR's like, do some drugs. <laughs> like, no, don't do drugs. If it comes from the ground, it's you can probably get down. Speaking of drugs, not to get off topic again real quick, but one of the absolute worst parts of my job is that I'm the uh, UPL, the unit prevention leader, so I have to administer the drug tests and kick the... Oh, oh Christ. Wow. Oh, are you a snitch or not? Holy shit. I, <laughs> I can't do anything about it. I just watch them piss into a cup and then send it off to a lab, and then after that, like, there's nothing I can do. You're supposed to be like, yo, homie, check out yo. this thing called the Wizenator. Yeah. <laughs> So, so let me tell you about another quick story about the Wizenator. Um, <laughs> this um, this African American fella decided uh, to smoke pot over the weekend. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> this um, African American fella decided to smoke pot over the weekend and um, came into work, and there was a surprise drug test on Monday. <laughs> and um, yeah, he because he, you have to watch, um, you know, urine leave the body. He whips out a. A, a dick and, yeah, and I'm just looking at it, and I look to him, and I'm like, "Are you dead oh. ass, man?" <laughs> but, um, I'm not gonna say the uh, outcome of that story. Are you profiling my penis? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm definitely not gonna say the outcome of that story because I could probably get in trouble for what happened. But you know, we'll just leave it at that. Are you racially profiling? <laughs> no, no, kind of, yes. <laughs> kind of, maybe. Why? <laughs> what are you gonna do? If you ever seen a dude's penis and been like, I'm not a doctor, but you should go have that looked at. That's not right. Um, you know, I can't say I have, but there has been instances where I've collected piss in bottles and I look at it and I'm like, you're unhealthy. <laughs> you, you have you drink this stuff called water. <laughs> hey, anytime I know I, I'm going to have a piss test, I try to make sure I eat a lot of asparagus. <laughs> a maniac. You're one of the worst. <laughs> you are why I hate my job. That and not uh, drink Monster Energy drink because it gives it that like neon look to it. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. It's like fucking radioactive. Yeah, Golden yeah. Puffs. I'm like, if, if you're gonna handle my piss, you're at least gonna be amazed by it. <laughs> so, uh, so I got kind of a funny story about um drug testing. So uh, I don't think I've ever said this on a podcast, but I, I come from a military family, but my dad. It, the military guy is married to a uh, kind of a hippie lady, my mother, and so she. They they both got into a VW campers, and so um, my dad went from like you know very sporadic drug testing, and then they bought this old VW camper to uh, fix up. Next thing you know, 
the guy might be the most drug tested man in the military because it became his uh, daily driver. <laughs> he got drug tested, I think, like, I think once every three weeks for about two years consistently. Christ. <laughs> Luckily, the guy only drinks, but Jesus fucking Christ, um, he's got the records to prove it. It's hilarious. Moral fucking harassed. I, yeah, I mean, I think it was, uh, it must have been uh, early 2000s, and yeah. Here's my biggest problem with drug testing, is most drugs that people are using are out of your body in like three to five days. Five days being like max. But marijuana is like 30 days. Yeah, and, and the most common and also most harmless one is like, fuck. Le- yeah, the most benign. Yeah. Uh, uh, where do we go for, for advice or for uh, questions from there? Um, oh, here's, here's a good one I just got. Can I use tampons as a gas mask by shoving them up my nostrils? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> after, after using them to pack a wound. Well, I guess... <laughs> I, I guess the real question is, does blood in a tampon make an effective filter? Uh, you gotta piss on them first. That's the trick. Oh, yeah, you gotta, you ah. gotta piss, you gotta piss on it first and glue them together to make your homemade mask. Ah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and they work better if you drink Monster before you pee on them. Bonus points if you throw on safety glasses too for your eye pro. CBRN <laughs> challenge. CBRN challenge. This is a C-R-N gross episode. Challenge. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to disappoint you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, biologicals in the name, CBRN, so... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Everybody pees. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're going... Uh, There's your episode title. Everybody <laughs> Did you, you produce your own biological filter? <laughs> what other questions did you guys get from Instagram? Are there any good um, books on uh, on Seaburn knowledge? Or is, is it all from training for you? Um, this is going to sound like a cop-out answer, but it's really the best answer that I could give when people want that. Just literally Google Army, or don't even put Army, just type in Seaburn Training, and you will get a ton of PDFs, a ton of slideshows, a ton of videos like of, of training that's more interactive than... Um, you know, and I love reading, but it's more interactive than just opening a book because, you know, Seaburn training in a book can be very um, dry. So yeah. if you just Google it, like literally just Google Seaburn training and there's way more resources there than anyone that I could just be like, oh, yeah, go read this book, you know, um, the information age, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you grew up with Google, but you don't know how to use it. People ask me questions, and all I do when they ask me questions, Google it. So, man, yeah, tell my kids that. Well, I mean, <laughs> whenever people ask me, like, "Hey, is this filter or mask good?" and I haven't recognized it, I'm just going in Google, and I'm like, "Oh, no, it's not." Or I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it is." You know. <laughs> I, thanks, Google. Well, sorry, DuckDuckGo is the uh, the only DuckDuckGo is the, the only appropriate yeah. answer. You gotta, I was going to uh, say, I got a friend who would be so mad that, that. I use DuckDuckGo. I just haven't I converted it to my fucking vocabulary yet. Sometimes their searches are less fun or less accurate for what I'm looking for. But I don't know. I changed it on my phone so that my phone automatically uses it. <laughs> there you go. It doesn't really work as a verb very well. No, like, oh, I'm just going to go and uh, duck it. What, what? <laughs> Just duck, 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 I'm right. gonna DVG it. 
Yeah, I'm feeling us feel kind of. I try to say do an internet search. You need to just do an internet search on that, but that's not as easy. That sounds like the '90s. Yeah, that's right, right, dude. And I already have that problem, so. There you go. Uh, just Google it. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, uh, for cop out fuck your books. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a cop out answer. Like it is. Ah. Sometimes yeah. when there's a subject that you can just duck, duck, go, and like you said, information like PDFs and videos and training just pops up, it's not. That's the answer. Hey, dude, like, watch the video that teaches you the most. What are you asking me for? Well, it's like that with like any training. People are like, "Oh, well, like, what can I learn in the military?" The retarded thing about our army and our <laughs> military in general is like literally everything is public knowledge. How we operate, yeah. how we conduct an assault, a raid, all of our doctrine is there. Oh, my like, favorite everything. thing is when you see boomers like when you see a recruitment ads pop up and boomers are like, "Hey, shouldn't should we we shouldn't be posting this publicly?" It's like, dude. <laughs> You know, fucking nothing. Like, oh well, I was in in '63 to '73, and all of this uh, we shouldn't be putting it out there. It's really top secret stuff. No, no. Like, you can find you were finding this in public libraries back when you were in. Hey, <laughs> calm down. It's how the anarchist cookbook came into existence. It's not some fucking college student didn't just manifest all this knowledge himself. He he went and read some military <laughs> guides. Um, so I've got uh, kind of a juicy question. Um, so, in the event of a full-scale, you know, uh, confiscation, collapse, blue type event, whatever you might want to call it, um, what do you think would be the most likely uh, CBRN dangers uh, for the average uh, dissident? Believe it or not, I am more worried. Like, I'm not worried too much about the state using any type of CBRN agents besides tear gas. Um, yeah. Because if the state uses any type of chemical biological you know weapons then they just breed like just just absolutely breed fucking resistance because everybody knows you know like hey chemical weapons are kind of fucked um but you know they get away with using tear gas i mean like in waco and a couple other places but i'm more worried about people making homemade weapons in their fucking um you know basement or garage and not knowing how to properly i don't even want to say properly employ them because there's no proper way to do it but there is a very controlled way to do it um that can mitigate a lot of risk but like a gust of wind comes along and that agent that you just released into the air is now traveling three miles away um in a low-lying area where just random people are getting fucked up from it Um, yeah that's actually uh, a good note to bring up, uh, seeing as we talk about, you know, peaceful resolutions over violent ones and such. And um, if, it, if fucking worst case scenario came down to some sort of civil conflict and people are looking at, people are like legitimately looking into using, you know, IEDs and, and uh, gas agents and stuff, that's exactly how you lose a civil war. Because you go from being the underdog, the, uh, the victim, to being... The, the very thing they're going to paint you as from the start, you know, terrorists. Like, it, it's one thing to paint a bunch of uh, flag-waving Americans stand their ground as terrorists, but it's quite another to be like, oh, yeah, these guys are using chemical agents, which cause collateral damage. They're using IEDs, which cause collateral damage. They're killing civilians as well as, um, you know, federal agents indiscriminately. It, that, that's how you fuck yourself. That's, that's what fucks the IRA. It's what fucks a lot of terrorist groups um, going from having the public support. Like, oh, yeah, they're resistance fighters. 
And then it turns to, oh yeah, they're terrorists, you know, fucking bomb them to uh, the Stone Age. We don't care anymore. Like we, we have no sympathy for how you treat these people. It's chemical weapons are so difficult to control as they are. Um, and people that are trained to employ them. It's so, there's so many variables that go into what can happen. For example, like if it's a cold day out, um, you know, it's going to go more to low lying areas and it's going to travel along the ground. You know, if it's, there's so many different variables that go into it and it's so unstable and it's so difficult to properly employ and control. And it's just, it's just nasty shit. No, fuck yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, uh, seeing as it's the, the talk of the day, do we want to touch on uh, good old Corona? <laughs> we can, by all I, means. I, I think, I, I think touching on it, um, so many people are freaking the fuck out. Um, and, and, and being someone who, who a lot of our community turns to, like, uh, should we be concerned about this? Uh, what's your kind of take on, on the situation from the, the mass hysteria to the actual a legitimate threat of the virus and, and such. If you're not like 50 years old with a pre-existing condition, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. You'll get sick. You will. Like, I'm not saying you won't get sick, you know, if you can, if you get it and it is um, contagious in the sense where, you know, like, let's say you have like a, a mother, a father, or a grandparent, you know, um, what about babies? Oh, from as far as I know, um, the latest things that I've seen in my little uh, brain trust that, uh, you know, I haven't talked to none of us have seen or heard of any cases of any children at all, like infants up to actual like children up to like, you know, 20 year old adults um, that didn't have a pre-existing condition that made them more susceptible to uh, disease where they got sick and died. Um, what so about far, me? I'm like 110 and I got a bunch <laughs> of pre-existing conditions. Um, <laughs> wash, wash your ass and make sure that everybody you come in contact with washes their ass. Okay, like say, like I have to venture out in the public. Better Is, wear that pro like, mask. Would a little like the little paper <laughs> masks that you see all the Asians wearing for the smog? Um, Is that enough? Or so, <laughs> so there's there's a couple different grades of masks that you can get. Um, the ones that you're talking about, the like the surgical looking masks. Um, the N95 is what you want. Um, that filters out, I believe it's like 95% of, you know, any diseases or viruses or anything that's in the air. Oh, the one the government was telling us not to buy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it filters out like 95%. But then, um, you know, if you want to travel around with that, um, by all means, just know that your eyes are still port of entry, although it's very difficult. Unless somebody like sneezes or coughs directly into your face, you know, and you don't close your eyes in time, like... Um, it's difficult to contract it through your eyes, um, but they do work. And I know the CDC has released something saying, don't wear it unless you are sick. And that is true, but it can also be used to prevent being sick. Um, I don't know why they would say, unless there's something I'm not understanding, I don't know why they would suggest to only, <laughs> you know, wear it if you are sick to prevent it from, you know, transferring it to people because it filters out so if you breathe in it's filtering out what's in the air so it's preventing it too but whatever cdc is i heard this i would actually like make it worse because it keeps uh and again like i'm no expert i don't know if any of this shit is true but like if you <laughs> have it like in you or whatever 
then if you have the mask on whenever you exhale, it's not like letting any of it out. So it's just like a constant cycle of breathing it in. How that um, works. All right. All right. So um, that it's a really good question. Um, I want you to think of it like this. If you have, um, let's say, syphilis, all right, and I take, you know, a sample of syphilis from somebody else and inject you with it, you're not going to have super syphilis. You're still going to just have syphilis. Um, it's the same thing with any any virus or any cold, you know, like the concentration or dosage doesn't matter if you already have it unless it's like an extreme high amounts to the point where your body just can't react to it. But yeah, if, but if it's healthy, something you could potentially recover from, wouldn't like constant exposure make that less likely or it would at least like elongate it. Right. Um, but if you're going out in public and you have it, you're just. <laughs> but and if you if think you... about it, like the way your body works is like the common cold. It's fighting it internally through like white blood cells and everything like that. And most people know, hey, if I got the sniffles, I'm going to have a cold for three days. It doesn't affect me like that. So just breathing the same air. I mean, it's no different than being sick and pulling the blanket over your head. And so. and I, I just want to be clear. Like I'm not – this isn't like my expertise. Um, this is just what little knowledge I do know about it. Um uh, feel the seaburn is way more connected with this stuff than I am. Um, he could probably help you a little more there. And I, I apologize if I said something that's incorrect. Um, I'm very limited, in, you know, bio, biological agents and viruses and diseases. It's a whole fucking subcategory in itself. And there's so much to it, but to my knowledge, if you do wear a mask, like it's not gonna, not gonna, um, concentrate anything and make you sicker. Fair enough. What if I like all the doorknobs I come in contact with? I'll become <laughs> that... like super immune, right? The person that's it's really funny you say that. There's a person at work today that was like, I'm going to get out of work by licking all the doorknobs <laughs> to get sick. And I'm like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, see you never. <laughs> not calling you a moron. I'm not calling you a moron. <laughs> How much toilet paper should each person have reserved? <laughs> How much do I you do have it. reserved? Um, is toilet paper even a thing? I, I don't think like buy a bidet. Also, my yeah. wife actually went out the other day, and she was like, "Oh, I was just gonna buy some hand sanitizer for where she works and some fucking toilet paper, you know, just because we needed some in the house." And she was, she came home pissed. She's like, "There's no fucking toilet paper at the store," and I'm like, "God damn it!" <laughs> and same thing I'm happened gonna, to me, man. Like um, I, I just went I out to like stay. buy some because I'm out, and they were fucking out. Great. I should have screwed because everyone. Prepping. I will say I am fortunate enough to work in an establishment where the government is very wasteful. So I, tac <laughs> I tactically acquire my toilet paper now. Yeah, good stuff. Is it decent shit? What kind of toilet paper does the government? <laughs> the government gets that like shitty hotel one plus shit. That's what I'm thinking. Like... Oh, you're you're gonna fucking love this. Um, I am not in in any way making fun of anybody with any disability. However. The military has a contract with these companies and on all of their products, like toilet paper um, to our uniforms. That's why our uniforms are always so fucked up in inspections because things aren't aligned. Um, it all comes in bags from the same company and it just says made with pride from people that are blind. And <laughs> it is like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying blind people are not capable. I'm just saying the company that does that, there's a lot of messed up things that we get. And 
They're not very skilled blind people. There, there's yeah. some things they might be better skilled at. <laughs> like hearing. <laughs> yes. But oh, not sewing on not not making sure the seams on my uniform are straight so I don't get fucked up by some pissed off sergeant major being like, Why is your pocket, you know, crooked over here? And I'll be like, Well, because blind people and Lois Bitter. <laughs> well from, from now on, we're gonna hire a blind person to uh, edit our podcast. Because <laughs> that's what it requires. It would be so, more. Rel- it would be like more comparable if we hired a deaf person. <laughs> so, so yes, the toilet paper is the quality that you would expect from blind people. Hmm. God damn. <laughs> but free is free. But blind people don't know when they get poop on their fingers. I was about to say the blind people I mean, are, can't be manufacturing the toilet paper. Maybe they're you just can... packaging it. No, I don't. I don't know what exactly they're doing, but from the quality <laughs> of the toilet paper, I would assume that they're making it. <laughs> All right. Oh man, well, we have uh, we have learned a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless anyone has any uh, any further questions, hopefully not about toilet paper. No, nope. I've learned all I need to know about government toilet paper. There you go. I mean, if nothing else, you now know <laughs> um, the government employs blind people, so. That's kind of good, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't employ anybody. Anybody is really good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Fuck, fuck the government and, and, and uh, fuck those uh, welfare whore blind people. <laughs> According to my co-hosts, that's that's not Bial's opinion. That is uh, everyone else. <laughs> hey, if they're, I don't care if they're a blind fed. They're still a fed. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. <laughs> if you're a blind person yeah. making shitty toilet paper, hey. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck, you, fuck you, especially. <laughs> Status. Uh, our, uh, the, our heroes in uniforms' asses are sore because of your shitty work. Because your shit, your Even shitty blind craftsmanship. <laughs> uh, I, I mean. Oh well, that's, maybe that's like a form of agorism. I was gonna say that's good. That's, that's, good. that's, that's good. It's a really fucked up form of it. <laughs> but the soldiers are walking around like my asshole fucking stings, dude. Like <laughs> mine too. There's some blind agora somewhere. Like fuck, fuck the state, let it burn. If you left the military because of this terrible toilet paper, let us know in the comments. <laughs> but, but also, if you're claiming sixty percent disability because your asshole is like ruined from just toilet paper and not uh, not, not your NC. Um, oh my gosh. Maybe you notice your asshole. <laughs> buy your own toilet paper. Quit fucking relying on the state to provide your toilet paper. I can't buy my own fucking toilet yes, paper because everybody else is Get buying it, it all. <laughs> you burn, you fucking welfare whore. <laughs> if I pay taxes for the fucking toilet paper, then I'm taking the fucking toilet paper. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Odd. Uh, also, uh, if you're stealing it out of utility, I mean, who can blame yeah. it? Uh, no, I don't. I don't like the word stealing. It's tactically acquired. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. I, but the best thing, <laughs> the best thing I have required from the military. My dad took a took a fucking rifle pelican case from them. He was like, they didn't seem to be using it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tactically oh, acquired. Right. He tactically acquired it. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there a second one they don't seem to be using either? Uh, unfortunately, he's <laughs> retired now, but I'm sure he could have fucking cleared him out. 
One of the bases that I was at at one point in my career, they were switching out the PEC 15s with airsoft PEC 15s, and what? nobody oh. and no, and nobody knew until one day we went out to do a night live fire, and they're like, <laughs> oh. "Hey, um, I our our laser isn't working." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty That's fucking funny. funny. What was that website again? I had a cousin, <laughs> a cousin who uh, who used to sell like stolen like uh spare airs and shit for fucking he did it for years dude for like solid solid five years you could buy like you know like the spare airs which is like a little portable diving device you mm-hmm. know like they cost you know four or six hundred bucks in the store you know my, my my cousin would be slinging them out of the back of his truck at uh <laughs> festivals and events for for a hundred bucks oh yeah no big deal you know it's like oh yeah steal them by the frigging case dude like trunks full of them here tactically acquired oh excuse me tactically acquired tactically acquired (laughs) beautiful new verbiage (laughs) um right so uh yeah if you learn anything um government toilet paper sucks tactically acquired shit if you're in the military um coronavirus uh if you're not fucking elderly or a baby, or even if you're even if you're a baby, uh, you're probably fine. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, who needs the olds anyway? Yeah, fucking boomers. What's gonna happen now is tomorrow a bunch of like middle, you know, like twenty year olds are gonna die from the coronavirus, and then this is gonna go out. Yeah. Super <laughs> <laughs> boy spreading false I information. Stand by it. <laughs> stand by it. We'll issue a correction. No, we won't. We won't. Uh, we that's, that. that's literally not going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I will go out of my way to make sure that correction doesn't happen. <laughs> it's against my rule. <laughs> anyway, let's try and end this and we can shoot the shit after. So, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Fuck yeah. We want to do it for a while, but um, I, I don't know how long back we fucking asked you, but yeah. We're, we're, we're shit at organizing, clearly. Anyway, glad to finally... Do you, uh, you have any plugs aside from your Instagram? I don't know what else you have. Uh, uh, you know, just always shoot me a, a DM if you want. Like I said, I answer all my DMs. Uh, if you want a mask, come talk to me. I won't just plug the ones that I get a kickback from. I'll try and help you out as best I can. Um, oh, if you want to help out the uh, the community, um, you can go to paratrooperarmynavy.net. He's a military veteran and he sells my patches and over half the money goes into the community and things like that. And then I always end up putting way more money than these things anyway. So, you know, it gives me incentive to spend my money that the government gives me from your taxes. So, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> On bail <laughs> funds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I donated some money to that actually. Fuck yeah. I guess. Oh, and your uh, your 10k giveaway now that you're you're approaching 12 ah. and eventually 15k. What's so, going on with that? Ah, yeah. So let me give you a little inside e-militia exclusive on this. Um, the reason it's taking so long um, is because there may or may not be a full upper um, and some plates and pretty much a full uh, a full blown kit to include. I'll just give you the whole fucking list. You know, E-Militia exclusive, you get the full fucking list of what's going to be here. And I apologize if I forget some stuff. Um, Obviously, (laughs) obviously the, you know, um, some of the E-Militia sent out some of their own merch. So you'll get some slaps and uh, patches from there. 
um, M Block Press. He sent some some merch. Um, uh, who else sent some merch? Control Pew. Uh, he might send some uh, 3D printable stuff. I'm not savvy with all that, so you know, he just said that he's going to send some There will stuff. be plastic. There, there will be plastic. <laughs> um, I'm talking with a couple different um, plates distributors, and I'm not because a couple offered steel and fuck steel, um, falling and dying. So <laughs> I'm trying to make sure you guys actually get some quality stuff, and we're working on that. Um, I don't want to say who's supplying the upper yet, but he is a very known reputable um, gear man in the show. Um, I'll be supplying a mask, a full Seaburn suit, a uh, paratrooper army Navy sent close to $500 worth of shit for the giveaway. Like it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, the whole community, like I tried to get like, you know, some people in every little niche in the community and it's, I never thought it would get, oh, and lucky seven forge made a fucking Viking ax, which is dope. Um, oh yeah. yeah. That, that, that was sweet. fucking badass. Um, they, the whole community has really come together on this one, which it was kind of my intent to begin with, but then it, it just kept getting bigger and more people wanted to put more things into it. So while I was supposed to give it out, um, at 10 K, uh, Lucas Bakken shot me, shot me out. And like, I just got to 10 K like fucking that. And now I'm at both. So it's taken a little bit. Um, but it'll, it'll get there. Hopefully, within the next week or two, I'll have everything finalized and actually uh, with me. Oh, there's also going to be uh, Beofang radios. Um, yeah, hopefully it's all put together real soon, and I can actually uh, get it out to you guys. Yes, the only thing you're missing is fucking nods, unless they're on the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've talked to some people, um, but nods oh, are shit. pretty fucking <laughs> pricey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I'm see- I donated. I'm see- Am I still eligible? Oh, yeah, you're still because like, I'm trying okay, to win upper. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, how can we enter this this giveaway of yours would be a good final um, note. So I'm still trying to figure that out because what I used to do, um, I don't think it's too practical anymore because so many people enter them now. Um, um, all you really have to do is what I was gonna do. You just have to tag somebody, you know, just because I'm trying to. That's my goal for this page now. I wanna, you know branch out instead of being in that echo chamber i want to branch out and you know talk to other people that aren't trying to convert people and all you have to do is just tag somebody they don't have to follow me or anything just tag someone and you're entered but i'm trying to figure out a way to where i could pick somebody now because last time i did a like just the m50 giveaway i had like eight thousand entries and i can't just put that all yeah i can't just (laughs) put that into a spinny wheel you know um (laughs) So what I ended up doing, I ended up loading all the comments. You know how like you can like load them all, and then I literally just I just closed my eyes and I just started scrolling, 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 and then I just poked my finger on a random fucking thing, and that's who won. And I don't know if I can do that again because then some people will be like, "Oh, he's just picking you like, you know, his friends." Like I'm always nervous that I'm gonna oh. land on like, like I I land on like fucking. Hang them for freedom, and then they're like, "Oh, you're just, you know, helping out your fucking buddies." I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, you're not trying to make this super hard on yourself. Like, you'll see some places, like, "Oh, we're giving away if you tag someone, follow us, follow this person." Who's looking that much shit up? 
I want to reach out to uh, like some of the bigger pages that have done giveaways and just see how they do it. There may be some kind of like program or app or something that they know about that you can use. So Google it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Keep an eye out on uh, on Seaburn's page for that. Um, Obviously, follow him on Instagram if you're not already. I seriously fucking doubt anyone who listens to this podcast does not already follow you, but just in case. Hey, you never know. Um... And oof, that was quite the echo. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's a good place to wrap it up. Thanks for coming on, man. No, thanks for having me. I've been a huge fan of you guys since before I was even in the community, so it's it's an honor, really. You fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you are a main pillar, so like overnight, so fucking quickly. I don't know how it happened because I'm kind of a fucking retard, but you know. I'm <laughs> yeah, to... we all. Have that I, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> it's okay. Go it's okay. You'll get over it. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> why. No, I I owe a lot to you. Um, just you guys educating me and getting me more, you know, into the community. Uh, Empress of Meme, she, her, and I talked a lot, you know, before she went on her little hiatus or break. I, I honestly don't even know what you're doing, Emp, but whatever it is, like... <laughs> yeah, you better <laughs> come yeah, Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but she's the one who introduced me to agorism. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I heard her say at- agorism, and... Agorism is Canadian and European. Agorism is uh, for civilized people. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but you guys have, you know, really brought me in without even realizing it, and... You know, I just think if we, if every one of us can get like one or two people, I mean, we're fucking golden. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I've said to uh, to whiskey. I mean, whiskey converted me, and and subsequently, I went out and you know, I, I've I've been told I've converted a fair few people, and and I mean, even if you convert like one or two other people, you're making a fucking massive impact. But if you during, during and, and this podcast, the... I rubbed it in my wife's face that I converted you. <laughs> have it recorded and then it'll be released on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, there. That's what I did. I'm, yep. I'm contributing to the community. <laughs> Proof that all of this bullshit is worth it. No, you know, you guys were awesome. Fuck yeah, thank you, man. Um, all right, well, thanks for listening, people. And uh, I'm sure Seaburn will, will have them on again. And uh, yeah, see you next time.